Join us for some steno talk. Join us for steno talk. <laughs> We're here to create a space for fun, friendships, and coffee. We want to dig into the stenography journey as we would into a grave. So grab your coffee and join us for some Tenno Talk. And we're back. Money. And we're back. Money. Steno Talk. Here to talk about some Steno. Steno Talk. We're going to talk about Steno yeah, and we're going to go, you talk. see, all right? Every week, we're going to talk about a different topic. And it's going to be awesome. Everybody needs to subscribe and everywhere you listen to your podcasts. Money. All right? Mm. Say it. If not, yeah. I got some people who are <laughs> coming for you. Welcome to the Steno Talk Podcast. We are your hosts, Katie, the Steno student, and Anna, the newly certified stenographer. We are here to create a space for fun friendships and coffee. Our hearts are set on digging into the stenography journey and what life is like as a student and certified stenographer. We would love for you to grab your coffee and join us for some steno talk. Hey, steno tribe. So if you didn't notice, there was a lot packed into our last episode and there's actually more. There's more. There was two hours of audio to work with and I cut it back, but there's still more, you guys. So we're just going to get right into it. We're going to talk about some advice here in this episode and just continue on with time management. So stay tuned. You will not want to miss this advice. It is something we all struggle with and it is super critical to your success as a student and even as a reporter. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy it. Um, okay, so let's move into the advice. So we have Miss Meg online, who is that super woman, single mom doing all the things. She says that starting school as soon as she gets home has helped her to not procrastinate and then taking a break for dinner. That's awesome. And then Snack 32 says she practices before and after work. And then V17 Romeo says, just do it. <laughs> so I would kind of put those all three together because they were similar. And I will say that when I was working full time, I went through a period where I was waking up at 4 a.m. I was studying for two hours before I went to work. And then when I came home from work, I was studying if I could. I burned out, guys, like hard. I'm going to tell you right now that if you are choosing practice, over quality sleep, that's not the right answer. You need to sleep in order for your brain to process the information. So this is your permission to choose sleep, good quality sleep over practice because your body needs the sleep more than it needs the knowledge. So figure out a way to time manage your day with all the other things we're talking about so that you're getting good sleep. That's my little soapbox. I had to learn that the hard way. I am period, Jasmine. She says, when I was a student and as a reporter, I used the hour on, hour off method. One hour working and one hour doing whatever. 
I haven't personally tried this, but it sounds pretty dang nice. That's Anna, have you friend. tried this? It is. That's my best friend, guys. <laughs> it's really cool. I guess I kind of, maybe I take more than one hour. <laughs> maybe I take more than one hour. Um, but like I had said before, like I, I practice and then I take a break. And I practice and I take a break. I really probably should try the hour on, hour off. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how that Actually, works. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start trying that. Thank you, Bestie. Um, and I'm probably gonna be so much more productive that way <laughs> because you can get a lot of work done in an hour, and then when you take the break from either work or school, you can actually get a lot done in an hour. You know what I mean? How many like, times? How many times are you like, it takes you a whole day to clean your house, but if somebody's coming over in 10 minutes, you can do the exact same amount of cleaning in those 10 minutes as you did the whole day, just knowing that, okay, I need to have it done by this time. Yes, totally. Yes. Real life, guys. That's me when I, anytime I have company over. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I need somebody to come over because my house is a disaster and that's <laughs> the only thing that will get it clean. <laughs> All right. So this next method was submitted by Scoping International. She said the Pomodoro method works wonders for us and we're so productive when we use it. So I was not familiar with the Pomodoro method. So I did ask her for more details. So she says that it is you sit in focus for 25 minutes, take a five minute break and repeat that sequence four times. Now it's time for a longer break, 25 to 30 minutes. Come back and start again with a 25-minute focused and five-minute breaks until you get another 25-minute break. Repeat until your goal is met. So, guys, I, if you're like me, I hear one thing. It goes in one ear and out the other. I'll put this in a post as well um, just as a follow-up to come out next when, when this episode comes out um, so that you can kind of have that visual. She says it's best to use your breaks for non-screen time but sometimes I do use a five-minute break to check email. So just do whatever you need to do. Clean, check email, listen to a five minutes of our podcast. So don't spend what, all day. Whatever you need. Don't spend all day on Instagram. <laughs> yes. All right. So that was from Scoping International. Um, our next, last, but definitely not least, from my favorite girl crush, Sarah Murphy. She says she tracks in a notebook her practice each day. All right, Sarah. Okay, now again, we're talking directly to Sarah. And again, we're talking directly <laughs> to Sarah because why not? Okay, so Sarah did send me a picture to kind of give an example of the breakdown. So with her permission, I will either share that or I'll do another example so you guys can get a visual but she would basically kind of how I was saying I track in my planner what I'm doing instead of like planning things out and then marking it off. That's kind of how she laid it out. So she would put down the day. Um, so like we're recording this on March 10th. So she'd be 310 jury charge. She would put what file she was working on so she could always go back to it. She would put how much time she worked on that one. And then or within that five-minute dictation. She worked from zero to two and a half minutes, and she worked on that for one hour. And then she'd move on to lit. And then she'd move on to jury charge, and she or jury charge uh, Q&A. So she would write down what parts of the dictation she worked on and how long she worked on it. She 
mentioned that she watched The Bachelor. So she would write to that and even pause to take down briefs and make sure that she was getting all those down. And she said that she did have a page goal, which I thought was interesting. I hadn't heard of many students doing that. And I certainly don't know much about the whole page thing. But she said that she wrote it out that way because she liked to see how everything was displayed, how many hours she was averaging of practice and how many pages she was getting. Um, and then she she did mention that she'd probably learn 10 to 30 new briefs from every study session, which now that I'm using her method, I do see how she's getting that. So if you guys are still having questions about that method, um, make sure you're following my personal story. I'm trying to post more reels and post more on my story about specifically what I'm doing so you guys can have that visual. And then, of course, ask questions if you're not sure. Um, she said that Sarah, she said that um, by the time she was past her 140s, she was trying to get uh, three hours of school dictation from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., which was around 70 to 120 pages, which, oh, my gosh, that sounds amazing. Um, and then on her own, after her school dictation, she would do another two to four hours trying to get 100 to 150 pages. Um, so if you want goal ideas, I – I go for strokes. I know Anna went for strokes as far as like she had like an overall goal of I think 20,000 a day. 20,000 20, a day. Yeah. So when she said that, I was like, that's great. I can do that. So I, I also aim for about that. Usually I'm getting between 15 to 20. Um, or you can do the page goals like Sarah was doing. So yeah, I'll be posting um, some visuals of the different methods that we talked about. So you can look those over. Feel free to ask questions if you're not sure about anything. If we don't know, we are pretty dang good at finding some answers. So we would be happy to help you guys more. Um, so that's pretty much it for our time management um, episode. I hope that it helped you guys. If you have more questions around anything about building a schedule or managing your time, please ask us. We can always do another episode later on that's more focused on additional questions that you guys have or even just post more in our stories. If you follow both Anna and I, our personal Instagrams, we do post a lot about our planners and what we're doing throughout the day. Anna's like amazing at it. So definitely give our personal Instas a follow as well. Do you have anything to add? No. We hope this was helpful and hope that you implement uh, some of the things that we mentioned. Um, just remember, not everything works for everybody. Um, see what works for you and hopefully it helps because that's kind of all we want to do is help people. Yeah, let us know what works for you. Let us know if you have anything else that you try that works really, really great. Because uh, we will probably try it at some point and see if it works well for us. If you feel like you're forcing something to try and get it to work, it's probably not for you. And that's okay. So just move on to something that feels natural and it feels like it's helping you be productive. And that's all we got, guys. That's all, folks. How does it go? No. How does he do it? I thought that was good. Oh, that's that all, folks. <laughs> Maybe not that's all, folks. That's all, folks. I don't know. We haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> right? Isn't that like the old, like, Looney Tunes? Yeah. Hey, Porky Pig!
pig. Porky, porky pig, yeah. Porky pig. Guys, I'm so old and lame. <laughs> and that's all we got, guys. Oh, my God. Bye. Hey. Bye. <laughs> I do want to let y'all know, though. Check this out. Hold on. I do want to let y'all know that I did that poll on my Instagram. <laughs> but most importantly, Hello. you know who Johnny Canales is? Yeah. 53% said, yes, duh. Wow. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> and Jasmine's freaking related to him. I didn't, I didn't even ask her about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> when your best friend's related to, like, Johnny Canales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's freaking crazy. I'm going to ask her right now. You should. And that's it for this week's episode. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave us a review. Also, check out our Instagram and Facebook, both at Talk Podcast, and shoot us an email at stenotalkpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or ideas for the show. We would love to hear from our listeners. Until next time, Steno Tribe, stay motivated. Stay on your machine and practice, practice, practice. Ready? Vegan. Oh, oh, so I finally down- I downloaded it on Apple when you were like, hey, it's up now on Apple now. So when I got in the car and I plugged my phone in because my podcast came up because that's what I listen to, not music. So all the- my library popped up and that was the first thing up there. And I had just picked up my daughter and she was like, Oh my gosh, mom, your podcast is out. And I was like, yeah, you want to listen to the teaser? And she thought it was yes, the coolest my, thing. My kid was like, it was so cute. Oh my gosh, y'all are so cool. I just, I.